Welcome to the University of Pikeville Baseball Podcast. My name is Gary Justice, and I'll be your host. Today, I was able to catch up with Bryce Carden as he talks about his journey to the University of Pikeville, some of his favorite memories on the hill, on the baseball field, and also dealing with tragedy during his time at the University of Pikeville. Also updates us what is happening with him and his family after graduation. It's going to be a great episode. Let's get started. Bryce Carden, welcome to the University of Pikeville Baseball Podcast. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. I'd like to first thank, uh, start by thanking you and you, Pike, for this opportunity. Because uh, without you guys, obviously, we'd not be here today. So thanks for having me on the show. Well, Bryce, you know, once you agree to come on this episode, I've been extremely excited. I think you have a great story to tell before you, Pike, and after you, Pike. So yes, sir. Yes, I'm, sir. Ready. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get started if you are. Awesome. Let's get into it. Well, Bryce, tell us a little bit about your journey at the University of Pikeville. All right. So it started. So I actually, before I even heard of you, Pike, um, I was at Butler Baseball playing, obviously, and I was thinking about schools to go to. So came across my uh, my radar was Vincennes University, actually in Indiana. And I went down there, you know, just an 18-year-old kid just wanting to play college baseball. That's all I wanted to do is play college baseball. So me and my dad go down there for a visit and had a pretty good workout and the coach offered me well being an 18 year old kid as you know I was like yeah let's do it you know so I committed and then uh as the season went on with Butler baseball things were going really good I was getting uh test scores back and I was started thinking more about it and I was like man I started hearing about these other schools you know Mid-South Conference baseball has a good reputation as always as everybody knows and I was like man I would really would like to go you know, to a four-year instead of starting in the junior college world, which there's nothing wrong with that because I had some great teammates that I, that had came from junior college. But I ended up um, hearing about U-Pike. And I was like, man, U-Pike, I had grown up as a kid going down. I had family in Whitesburg, Kentucky. So I had grown up in the mountains my whole life, you know, going to the mountains. And I was like, man, U-Pike, let's go down here and check it out. So I was just the only thing I was was verbally committed to Vincennes. So I wasn't technically tied in 100% yet. I didn't sign any papers or anything like that. And so I ended up going uh, down to UPike, had a workout, and was just fell in love with it. Just felt like I was at home. I was in the mountains. You know, they greeted me well. Coach Gaspin met you, actually. I think I met you the day that I had my, had my workout, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, yes, sir. I met you and my dad. Uh, my dad just – he really fell in love with it and, and the process and you guys. And so I ended up uh, calling, had to make that phone call to Vincennes. You know, that's never fun. <laughs> and uh, had to tell him, you know, I found found some another place to play ball and I'm going to going to a four year. And they understood they were they were good about it. Uh, so I ended up making the best decision of my life now, looking back and decommitting. And I ended up committing to U-Pike and uh, Coach Pitt, who is the assistant coach at that point, who down the road, ended up being the head coach, obviously. Um, but Coach Gasman, they were super excited. And I actually committed as an infielder and a pitcher. And at that time, I was like, man, I just want to, you know, be an infielder and wasn't really too worried about pitching. And fast forward down the road, I ended up being a PO. So we'll get into that. But, <laughs> but yeah, so it was, a, it was a good time. But, man, I really – I went down to U-Pike. And like I said, it's just beautiful campus in the mountains and just really fell in love with the – with the grind, you know, so. So, Bryce, go, go back through your senior year a little bit because I know um, U-Pike wasn't the only place that 
you probably had an offer from. Yes, sir. You, you had a lot of other interests. What were some yep. of the factors you considered when you committed to UPIC and then you know, eventually attended and graduated from yeah. UPIC? What were some yeah. of the things you factored in? Definitely. So when I went down there, like I said, I had I had family that was only 40 minutes away. Uh, I had a very serious girlfriend who is now my wife. And uh, it was only a three hour trip from home. So I was like, man, that's really not that bad. Because I had looked at other Mid-South Conference schools, but just didn't feel uh, they always say whenever you go to colleges, it's about finding your fit. Whenever I went to UPike, I was like, man, this really, it really feels like my fit, you know, and I just felt good. I met the coaches and uh, the guys greeted me well, and it just felt like just felt like home. Like I said, like whenever I went to UPike, it's just uh, I had went to St. Catherine. I had went to Lindsey Wilson and these other schools on visits and workouts and stuff like that. And it just I felt uh, just felt like it was it was where I wanted to be. You know, when I left UPike, I was I was like, let's do it. I want to commit right now. You know, <laughs> gung ho again, <laughs> as you can tell. But no, it was the it was the best place for me for sure. So that was. Considering factors, being close to family, being close to home, and I knew that I'd get to play in a, a good conference, get to, you know, play some ball. Well, I'll tell you what, you mentioned that Mid-South is any sport, especially baseball, uh, a very tough conference top to bottom. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And also, uh, when I went down there, I had uh, talked to Coach Gassman. I was a pitcher infielder, like I said, and I knew that they had, a, I think at that point in time when I was committing, I'd talk to them about positions, what were open, that type of thing. And I knew that they were uh, looking to get a catcher at U-Pike. And uh, so I ended up telling him, like, hey, you know, I got my buddy, Cody Stennett, who is a North Bullet Eagle, uh, told him, I was like, man, I got a really good catcher. I think you should take a look at him. And he was like, well, bring him on down. Well, Cody Stennett has been my best friend since I was 10 years old. So I was like, man, this would be a dream. We always talked about, you know, playing college baseball together. That was our thing. And so he came down and uh, worked out. And he had had some junior colleges and a few other looks. And he came down and worked out with Coach Gasman, And he ended up committing. So I was like, man, this is this is working out perfect. I got two of my best <laughs> friends down here. And uh, ended up that Rayshon, uh, Rayshon yes, Farrell from Butler ends up coming down with us too. So now we got the trio down at – we got the trio down there from Louisville uh down there to play baseball so it was a it was a good time it was a good time well we got we got three of the best out of that louisville area i know that yes sir yes sir so so bryce let's let's jump up on the hill so we'll get back to we'll get we'll get to the baseball here in a second because definitely not only were you a a wonderful baseball player very talented but you you know, you t- you took advantage of a lot of opportunities on campus and yes. a good 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 student as well. Tell us about some of your favorite memories on the hill. I mean, I have so many. I really just taking it down to just the basics of just going to going to the calf, just hanging out, going to the cafeteria, hanging out with all the people and talking every day. And the teachers, the teachers, they become like family. That's one thing that I loved about UPike is the small. Uh, you get you know a little bit smaller classes than going to these big universities, which there's nothing wrong with that. But you really become a family with uh, some of my best teachers I can think of, you know, uh, Miss Maynard that everybody loves, uh, Miss Maynard and some of these other teachers that you really become, they're, they're mentors to you, you know, in your life. And you're, they're asking about your personal life when you're going to class and what they need to do to help you. Because I wasn't always the best student, you know, I, I was an average, I'll say I was an average student in the classroom. I was decent. I worked hard, you know, and, but I was really there just to, try to make the most of everything you know so and these teachers they would work with you and uh just 
there's so many good memories. I can't even pinpoint just one, but really just the day-to-day operations of just being at, being at campus and talking to people and being involved with going to what's up Wednesdays. Uh, that was always a good time playing basketball. I, I lived in page hall my freshman year. Uh, so, you know, it's like a, it's like a big frat house, basically going door to door, hanging out with all your buddies, playing Madden until late at night and going out and playing basketball when you get home from practice, you know, out on the court out there. So really that's just some of my best memories is being with everybody. And then obviously you got hillbilly days, which oh, everybody, yeah. everybody looked forward to. So you would, I'd always have family come in town. I'd be like, you got to come to Hillbilly Days. They're like, what's Hillbilly Days? I'm like, really? It's a big festival. You know, it's a, it's a good time. So I'd try to get everybody down there to come to that, you know? So, but that's, I, I can't really pinpoint uh, just one memory. There was just so many, so many good times. So many well, good times. Well, I'm glad you had multiple memories and you can't pinpoint that's That's a great college experience. And also for the listeners, a couple of things there, as far as, uh, Hillbilly Days, it's a local festival that where you have vendors come, a lot of food booths, but all the proceeds that from the festival goes benefits the Shriners to help kids nice. who need med- medical attention. So uh, it's been going on for 40 plus years, and I think they've given over, it's either two and a half or three million dollars over that time frame. Wow. So it's a, it's awesome. a great It's a great festival. Then also you mentioned them, Bryce, about having that partnership with the teachers, like what you talk about Brenda Maynard, because you have an opportunity where that you have that teacher for multiple subjects. So you're learning Mm -hmm. how they teach and they learn how you learn and becomes a partnership. Definitely. Definitely. It's, it's just such a close knit community. And like I said, it's just about finding your fit. And really it was, it was a fit. I mean, everybody, if you had any issues with anything, you just go to them and, they'd work you through it. And over the years, you know, being there, you just, you become a family with them. And I still touch base with a lot of, you know, the, the teachers that I met there outside of the baseball that I became, you know, lifelong friends with, I'm in their weddings and everything else. And they're all, you know, having kids starting their lives. And it's just, it's amazing. What, what just, a you know, going down there to play baseball, what it can really turn into in your life. Well, so, so Bryce, let's jump off the hill. Let's jump onto the baseball field. Yes, sir. Uh, first of all, I'd like for you to describe for me the first time you got to put on the orange and black uniform with bears across it. Yes, sir. For, for your first collegiate game. Can you describe so, it for us? Uh, I mean, it was, it was very, very surreal. That's for sure. Uh, our first, we always started our series down in Laurenburg, North Carolina. Uh, we always did. I don't, I'm not sure how they started it now, but we always would go down to Laurenburg, North Carolina. Uh, that first weekend, I was, you know, up and down in the bullpen, that type of thing. Never did touch the field that first weekend, but I, but it was just a great feeling, you know. But I was going, like, as I said, as an infielder and a pitcher, my first at bat, it's kind of funny, I joke now, because at this point in time in my career, you know, it's funny looking forward now. Uh, but I was like, man, I want to be an infielder. I want to be an infielder. So I had my, I got my first at bat. Coach Gassman calls on me. Uh, fast forward one weekend, Tougaloo. Uh, Mississippi. We're down there. I get in there. I'm so nervous. I'm, I think I'm about to shake out of my cleats. <laughs> I get, I get, this guy throws me one of the best curveballs I think I've ever seen. And I get caught looking. And that was my last at bat <laughs> of my college career. So uh, fast forward a couple weeks later and I end up being a, I end up being a PO and it was the best thing that ended up happening for me. So, and I ended up uh freshman year, had a decent year pitching, uh, got to, my first game pitching, I will say, uh, it was it was pretty amazing. 
I, I threw against Campbellsville, my first conference game, and it the outing it didn't go as well as what I was I wanted to what I wanted to, but man, it just it I was like I'm here, you know, I'm in college, I'm pitching, like I got all my guys behind me. It was just a great feeling, and trying to live up to some of the some of the mentors I had coming in as a freshman. You got Zach Sutherland and Corey Gilligan and these uh, Joseph Valentino. You got all these guys that were from California and from New York and all all coming together for one mission at U Pike is to win ball games. You know, I mean, we, we all uh, brought different things to the table and these guys, these guys are, you know, lefties coming from the left side, throwing 90 with hammer curveballs. It was pretty amazing to see. So I had those type of guys to look up to whenever I was coming in as a freshman and you got Tyler Williams uh, who will get into that, who ends up, you know, one of my best <laughs> friends, major tragedy uh that we'll get into here in a few minutes but yeah it's just these these larger than life guys at this point in my career that I'm looking up to uh that I felt like they were so old and then I, and then fast forward a couple years later and I'm in that seat and I and I got these freshmen like Jay Vincent and stuff coming to me that I felt like they were like I was their role model now you know that type of stuff so it's pretty cool how it flip-flops like that in 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 the sport you know it's uh you know Bryce I think in the the sport of baseball it's such a strong brotherhood, and a few people have asked me why I thought why the sport of baseball or baseball players have a tighter knit group. I'm not saying basketball, football, yeah. the other sports yeah. don't, but I think the sport of baseball you have nine individuals who have to play as a team. Yes, sir. You only have one pitcher throwing the baseball at a time, and if the baseball is hit to the right fielder, nobody else can catch up baseball. Yeah, that's true. Besides that right fielder, when you're batting, you have to do it yourself. You can't just lean on one person. Yes, sir. To score all the runs, so it really you count on each other. You talk about that mentorship of the guys who mentored you when you came in. Oh, hundred percent. And then just a couple years later, you're mentoring other yes, people sir. too. So it causes that brotherhood as well. It does. It does definitely. And and the big thing, uh, some of the some of the guys that you become, you know, that are the biggest guys on the team are guys that don't even end up playing on, don't play a ton. You know, you got guys uh, who are great ball players, but there was just really good players that were in front of them. You know, you got like uh, my freshman year, one person I can, well, two people I can think of right now off the top of my head is uh, Scotty, Scotty Whitaker and Keenan Freetag. I mean, guys that were always, always bringing the energy, great ball players. But they're, but you know, you got one guy in front of them that may, you know, swing it a little bit better or a little bit faster, you know, and that's college baseball. It's just there's so many talents that come together on one team, but it takes everybody's purpose, like Scotty and Keenan, that keep that energy up all the time. And then it ends up, you know, down a couple years later, Scotty gets his chance and he ends up being, you know, a key factor for you, Pike. He's still in bases, running balls down, getting hits, you know. So that's definitely, uh, that's definitely one of the things about that has taught me so much in life, like uh, coach Pitt always preached on not being an I guy. It's about we. And as a freshman, 18 year old coming in, all I cared about was me. You know, I got, I wanted to do this. I want to do this. And I really evolved. I feel like it's helped me so much in life now, even with my job as being a little fireman where, you know, it's such a team environment. And I, coach Pitt would always preach team, 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 not, not me, you know, and uh, Scotty and those guys, they had that figured out when I was there. You know, they, they embodied that team mentality. You know, it, they didn't touch the field that weekend. They were up on the fence yelling, you know, the whole game. And that's what baseball has taught me so much about life just from that aspect of just, you know, 
it's not about me. It's about it's about the mission. The mission was in that time was winning ball games, going to Bowling Green, you know, making each other better. And that's what that's what it's all about, really. Whenever you think back, you know, now uh, being a few years out of college baseball, you don't remember you don't remember if you made a bad pitch here, or you gave up a hit here, you know. You remember the 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 lessons that you learned, the lessons of being a team, the lessons of, you know, if you get knocked down, get back up. If you have a bad outing, come back the next weekend and and get up on the hill and throw. You know, looking at guys like Logan Sales, guys that were just absolute competitors, Josh Bailey, you know, I mean, these guys, Jake to Thomas, guys that no matter what happened, every weekend they were gonna show up, put that jersey on and they were gonna go to work, you know. Stump, Anthony, Anthony Roberts. I'll say Stump. That was my. I'll never forget the first time I met him. This guy comes in from California, and he's. I'm. They're like, oh, that's the new. That's the new recruit. And so I'm like, I look over there. I'm like, oh, he looks like a stump. So it just stuck. So now he's one of my lifelong friends, and all my buddies we call him Stump. And the guy, huh. the guy ends up being a freaking. Oh, uh, he he's could awesome. hit. Awesome. Yeah, he, he could. could hit. He could hit it. <laughs> he could hit. So I don't want to go on too much of a rant, but we'll get back on topic. But yeah, it's just so many. It's crazy how. You know, a little ball can teach you so many lessons, for sure. Well, well, as long as you're coachable and want to learn. Yes, sir. I, I think it really you can learn life lessons. You know, growing up playing the game of baseball, I had coaches tell me that, Bryce, that, hey, Gary, you'll be able to learn life lessons playing this game. And while you're going through it, I didn't understand what they're saying. Definitely. But now looking back, I understand what they're talking about. Also, like you, you talked about, as we get older – yeah, those those wins and losses kind of disappear, and the thing you remember is the yeah. experiences, the friendships, what Definitely. you did learn playing the game of baseball. Definitely, being just being a team guy, like uh, Cody Stinnett. I mean, every every weekend he was in there catching bullpens, you know, catching catching bullpens, and he had the talent to be, you know, the number one guy. I mean, you had a guy like Justin Beatty, who's first team All Conference in front of him. I mean, and he's just every weekend he's grinding out. He's in the weight room. And he's no matter what, he's not showing any any emotion as far as selfishness. He's wanting the team to do well and that and that's what it's all about right there is just being being there for each other, you know, pushing each other to be better. You know, Beatty always knew we all live together, so it's fun heckling each other, of course. But Beatty always knew that if he didn't do good, Stennett was there to get on him when he got back. But in a way of like, hey, you better pick it up. You know, I'm right. He was always on his heels. So it was always you know, it was a good time. It was just a good time. That's some of the best memories for sure is just just being a family, you know. So. Well, Bryce, you mentioned it. Let's talk a little bit about Tyler. Yes, sir. Uh, a very tragic accident mm-hmm. happened uh, that he was involved with, uh, with Tyler. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think that his legacy still lives on. Definitely. You know, definitely. fly high Tyler. So yes, sir. Can, can you share a little bit about that? Ex- yeah, what that definitely. What happened there? Definitely. So this was, I would say uh, – Besides losing my father, uh, who is not my number one fan at U-Pike, always there whenever I pitched, um, Tyler was definitely something that not only rocked me, but rocked the community of Belfry and U-Pike. And it was it was just very tough. We uh, It was the middle of finals week, so we had been uh, all fall, you know, going at it hard, weight room, pitching, everything, fine-tuning everything. We just felt like we felt great. We're all – Tyler and I are pitching and – uh, getting in shape for the season, had all these high hopes. And so it was finals week at this point, And we were like, oh, let's just go out and blow off some steam. You know, you know how finals is. Everybody's stressed out. Uh, and we're getting ready to go home for the year. So we we're like, let's go blow off some steam. 
So Tyler and I went out on a razor and went riding and uh, just freak accident, lost control. Uh, we were up in the mountains over by Belfry, started rolling and we flipped. And whenever this happened, uh, I hit the ground and I, I broke my collarbone in three places and I was looking for Tyler and I couldn't find Tyler at this point. So I get out of the razor and I, I realized that Tyler was underneath the razor. So uh, we ended up, thank God I had my buddy behind me who was also a pitcher with us, Jake Metzger, uh, who ended up helping me get the razor off of him. And we were just, I'm just so thankful out of such a bad situation that we were able to, you know, talk. He was able to talk at the last, you know, as we're waiting for, we ended up both getting stat flighted out and uh, we were able to just sit there and talk. And, you know, and he said, Tyler, I'll never forget it. We were sitting there and he said, I don't, I don't want to talk anymore. I just, just listen to me. He was like, I just want to pray out loud. So I just, it was like this still calmness in his voice. You know, we're all at that point in time, I'm freaking out. I'm like, are you, you know, what's hurting? What's hurting? You know, trying to figure out on him. And he's just like, just, just let's pray out loud. We sat there and we just prayed out loud and it was just so powerful. And I got stat flighted out. I went to Pikeville medical center. Um, and I ended up having a long rehab from that. And he got, sent to if i believe i might be saying the wrong thing but holston valley which is another trauma center and that was the last time i saw him so he ended up uh coming to his injuries from uh internal bleeding and it was just it was a very 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 dark point in my life um that it was just it was rough because he was a guy that like i said i looked up to and uh i know it was very hard for jake too because him and jake were actually even better friends than me and him they were very close jake actually uh, was the one that got me to come over to Tyler's all the time to go hang out, you know, or meet at the library, that type of thing. Uh, so his his legacy lives on, and it definitely uh, changed the course of my life, you know, as far as just living in a different way. Like tomorrow's never guaranteed, but I just took that I took that fire, and it just my rehab through my rehab and everything, uh, getting back, and I was just so gung ho on getting back to playing after that situation that I ended up coming back uh, my junior year and mm -hmm. had a season, as you know, uh, like I was, I was always an average pitcher. I wasn't, I wasn't amazing, but my junior year, it was like, I had something else with me. I always say I had Tyler with me, ended up, uh, you know, throwing 80 innings and six and one in conference, having all this success. And it was just, uh, I, I contribute all of it uh, to just Tyler. I just felt like I had a different, felt like I just had a different uh, type of motivation to, to do well, you know, and I had the guys behind me and that really brought us, that brought all of us, you know, as a UPIC community, as me and as a UPIC baseball team, Belfry, all these people that I had never even known just coming together to make sure that we're all right, that UPIC's all right, make sure that I'm all right. You know, it's just the out, outreaching of, of love, you know, that was poured on us by all these people. And we went out there, and I say one of my greatest memories is uh, just just pitching in his name. I mean, that season was magical. We went down, we swept we swept Cumberland, Tennessee, uh, and Woody Hunt's good ball team down there at home at their place. You know, the first time they had been swept at home in 20 years. I mean, we end up first in the conference. I mean, guys are pitching Dalton Daly, Aaron Hedgecock. I mean. Justin Beatty, Josh, Josh Bailey. I mean, all these guys, Jake Thomas, Logan Sales coming in every game that I pitched and shutting it down for me. I mean, all these guys that I could just count on 
to just always show up, you know, and it, we were all just a family. We just wanted each other to win and, and be happy, you know? So it's, I was very lucky that I had the, the backing that I did to be able to come back and coach Pitt. I mean, coach Pitt, Jake Sokol, all these guys and we're able, Josh Bailey, uh, I mean, not Josh, but Joseph Valentino, excuse me, uh, Valentino at that point. I mean, we were very close. And as you tragically know, Joseph Valentino ended up getting killed in a car wreck. So it's another huge loss for Pike baseball. But it's just all about, I mean, everybody being a family, you know. Well, well you, know, you mentioned, uh, you know, since we're talking about Tyler there. Yes, sir. For us, you know, his legacy still lives on. Yes, sir. And <clears throat> that knowing Tyler the way I did and how everybody knew Tyler, um, yes, sir. He's a leader. He was a he leader is. on on the baseball field. He's a leader on campus, and he was still leading you and Jake at yes, the sir. end. And, 100%. And, uh, and he's still honored at the University of Pikeville on the baseball team. Also, he's still honored uh, on the university. Also, Belfry High School had a tremendous impact, and he talked about oh, his legs yes. left over as, as well, too. Yeah. Yes, sir. And also, Bryce, I want to jump back to you at that year that you talked about your junior year. Yes, sir. If I if I remember correctly, you were second team all conference that year. Yes, sir. Is that correct. Yes, sir. It I should was. Have, should, should have been first team all conference. <laughs> I still I still <laughs> say that. My dad was. Say that. My dad was all. You know, I was just I was just happy to be just happy to have the season that I did. But yeah, my dad, like I said, be my number one fan. He was he was riled up whenever and Coach Pitt came came to me and was like. You know, he said, you know, Coach Pitt with his accent, his uh, northern accent, he said, he said, I don't know what to say. He said, I was I was battling for you. I was battling for you, you know, but at that point in time, you know, we were the we were the new guys on the block. You know, nobody ever, you know, we're we're beating Lindsey Wilson and we're beating Cumberland, Tennessee, and we're beating all these teams and uh, and beating them good, too. And everybody's like, who are these? Who is the we're the new guys on the block? You know, I mean. We just, uh, and I think it was one of those things that it was like, uh, you know, he was, he was battling, he was battling for me, but yeah, it was, it was a very good season. I'm very thankful that I was able to, to have that year that I did. So, well, again, I still say first team all conference. Yes, sir. (laughs) Thank you. So Bryce, you've done a lot of great things since you, since you've graduated as Mm -hmm. well. Yes, sir. So uh, fill us in what's happening. All right. So whenever I uh, left you, Pike. Um, I had did an internship during U-Pipe that I was actually kind of led me in the course of my life. I had a, I had some criminal justice uh, professors that were pushing for me to get internships, and I ended up being lucky enough to get one with Louisville Metro Arson Investigation. And whenever I did that, through my, inve- through my uh, internship, it was a good internship. I, did, I decided during it, though, I was on the scene of these fires, and I was like, man, I really want to be a fireman. And the guys that worked there, they were like, yeah, you just fit the mode. You know, I had that I had that team mentality already in sports. It just all felt so right. So whenever I got home, I applied for Louisville Fire Department and I got hired by the grace of God because I think we had uh, around 1,500 people apply and we ended up up only having 48 uh, person class after about a year long process to get hired. Um, So thank God. At this point, I'm going on two and a half years with Louisville Fire Department and uh it's best job in the world i got to continue that same uh we live together you know 24 hours so it's the same team mentality you're with the guys all day you know we're working out we're making runs and just it's the best job for me you know i would never i would never want to do anything else 
And then I also, on my off days, because you're off 48, you work 24, it's basically 10 days a month is what it equals out to. I started, uh, before my dad passed away, I started a landscaping and lawn care company um, and have been running that ever since. So now I'm going on, you know, two years of running my own landscaping company. Uh, and it's been, it's been very good. So every now and then it's like, oh man, this is a lot. But then you just take a deep breath and you're just like, ah, I'm thankful. You know, I'm thankful to be here. Like, you know, with losing Tyler and everything, like I said, you know, tomorrow's never guaranteed, you know, it could have very well been me, you know, and, and I think about that all the time, you know, it's just, I'm very lucky to be in the spot that I am. I have my wife who I've been married to almost two years. We have our, our home and two little, we don't have any kids yet. We have two little puppy labs, so they keep us busy. Uh, but other than that, yeah, life is, life is good. I can't complain. I've, I've had the itch to get back into baseball. I got asked to go back and uh, be a coach at Butler high school. I had to turn it down just because of everything that I told you you have going on. But I think eventually I will, I will get back into something with baseball. So well, for sure. Well, I, it, it's in your blood, Bryce, because yes, one, not only you playing, but if I remember correctly, your dad was, oh, yeah. a, big pl- was a big player in the, the youth baseball leagues around that Louisville area. Oh, yeah, definitely. And we're, we're continuing. Uh, he passed away. And so in his name, I'm still continuing. Uh, I have a softball tournament every year and a golf scramble. And this past year, we were able to raise, I think, uh, $8,000 this past year. Wow. And, yeah, it's been it's been good. It's been good. So, And we were able to give – we have a local uh, – with just Prairie Village, we were able to help 10 families last year with, like, league fees and uniforms. And uh, I went ahead and installed a big entranceway landscape for them and uh, just giving back. And we're planning on writing a check here soon for the upcoming season so they can buy new equipment and everything else. So – basically living on through that. And then we have another youth league here called Valley sports and they had some bills and stuff. I had a, actually a little fireman take over uh, the, take over the league. So I wanted to donate my dad's name to help him get going. And it was a, it was a good uh, starter for him for sure. So I just want to continue that every year, just in his name, you know, uh, having golf scrambles, having softball tournaments and just continue on that legacy of, you know, getting the kids out, getting them involved. That's what, that's what it's all about, you know, well, so. Bryce, you know, when when you came to the University of Pikeville, was already proud of you for choosing to become a Bayer. Yes, and sir. Once you, and once you graduated, was still proud of you. But the, the more that you share what's going on in your life, where every single day you're making us more and more proud. And also, if you think about using all those experiences from using being a, a teammate and learning that team aspect and playing collegiate baseball, to also using your business degree that you got with Brenda Maynard and yes, sir. Those, those type of people as well, you put yeah. all to, to you. So we're very proud of you from the UPIC Nation. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, hopefully you get down the mountains here soon. I know uh, with COVID and everything going on, it's been a little bit different, but hopefully with everything, you know, getting back to normal in the next year or so, we'll, uh, hopefully you'll be seeing me real soon. Well, Bryce, the door is always open, and we've always awesome. got a parking spot waiting on you as well. Yes, sir. Well, thank uh, you very much. Thank uh, you. Bryce, we appreciate you sharing your experiences, and uh, and we're always rooting for you. And if we can do anything for the University of Pikeville, please let us know. Yes, sir. Go Bears. And I'd like to dedicate this episode to my father, Joseph Valentino, Tyler Williams, and anybody else uh, who is listening. So y'all have a great day, and um, and dedicate to my mom, actually, who's fighting stage four metastatic cancer. So she's she's going, she's a fighter, and we're going to make it through. So thank you for having me today, and uh, I'll see you very soon. Hey, man, thank you, Bryce.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the U-Pike Baseball Podcast. Special thanks goes out to Bryce Carden for his appearance on the podcast. Also a reminder, this podcast can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major podcast platforms. Appreciate you listening, and as always, Go Bears!